0: artists even the producers now everybody's using the yeah. same high hats the same drum yeah band. it's you know nothing out of the ordinary you know days right. of- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 De- and you know Jermaine Dupri and all these guys that had their own styles of production yeah That's- everybody's just copying each other <laughs>
1: And I'm gonna let Garrett um, you know do all the introductions and everything because this is this is gonna be his show tonight. It is all it's all of our show, but let me, you know, he's gonna he's she gonna take bad, over. She's <laughs> gonna bad she <laughs> was- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, we have no, we have our first artist today, so I'm really excited about it. And Garrett being, you know, he he does so many things, including being an artist. So, you know, he's gonna be the best one to um, really take over. Um, this show tonight. And I'm so excited. We have Kyle with us, um, Kyle Mack. And Garrett, if you can go ahead and introduce him to the audience and, um, you know, just let us know what he's about.
2: All right, most of So everybody, this is my boy, Kyle Mack, um, independent artist, uh, soon to be dad. Um,
1: Congratulations!
3: (laughs) Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Still get um, J- Ky- still get jitters hearing that. You should. You
2: should. Shut <laughs> up, Tanya.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, I met Kyle about seven, eight years ago, and uh, we used to work together. And then um, he came to me and told me about his project that he wanted to do. He used to rap a lot when we were we were at the job, and then you uh-huh. know he started out and he wanted to do his first project, and so he asked me to come to the studio. And to just listen to some things that he was doing, and um, I oh, thought it was, you know, definitely mad respect because um, I let him listen to some things of mine and show, get and told him about some things that I've done musically, and you know, for him to ask me to come to the studio just to check his stuff out, yeah. that was mad respect, you know, and definitely for a new artist to ask for advice and listen to his stuff and actually listen to the advice um, mm-hmm. that was given to yeah. him was definitely um, something that showed that he was hungry to get to that next level so his first yeah. project was mad dope. uh we worked on that thank you man the summer. and then each project that he keeps doing and each song that he gets all is better and better and better when i say hungry he's hungry to be successful badass rapper for sure lyrically is together so i'm really excited that um he's here to talk about what he's doing, and you know why he's in the music industry, um, especially for our first guest. So, um yeah. Kyle, welcome. So you know, no, tell thank him-
3: you.
1: Yeah, definitely welcome. <laughs> no hey, gary mm-hmm. I, you, you're mm-hmm. acting, you're acting too humble. You're talking about mad respect and things like that. Like, guys, don't let Garrett fool you. He can blow, okay?
3: Right. Like, for real, facts. Facts. He be acting all modest, like, oh, this yes. is this I mean, <laughs> right. dude, this is, like,
1: is Garrett is me. one of my best friends. <laughs> and you can't tell on this podcast, but he is one of my best friends. But he, like, he has so much talent. And I'm not surprised that somebody would go to you for advice and will want your opinion. But whatever. Go ahead.
3: Man, Shut he up. keeps it real. That's what I love. That's what I love about him. He always keep it real. And he'll it's tell real. you something like, and really, honestly, no disrespect, it could be something that sound foul. But either you're going to take the advice and move up and bust up with it, or you're just going to sit there twiddle <laughs> your fingers. You know?
1: I will tell you, Garrett is not a sugar at all.
3: But, <laughs> but you know
2: what, though, those people that I see something in, or those people that I respect, are those people that I give my opinion to. Um, you know, my parents, my parents were definitely not sugarcoaters. Definitely my dad who's in the music business. My dad never told me that he was proud or that I did well in music until I was 25.
1: Wow.
2: wow. He all, that's a whole nother show so because right. I want to know how <laughs> to <that you're saying. laughs> <Right? laughs> <laughs> But uh, there's always room, you know, it, even though somebody can be close with you, you know, there's always that, you know, that critique. And I when I consider somebody family, you know, you mm-hmm. should be able to yeah. take that critique, you know. No, yeah. um, yeah. This is not about me, this is about Kyle. So, yes. Kyle, <laughs> tell, us, tell us about how you got started with being an independent artist.
3: Okay, honestly, I, just like your average typical story, man, I used to write poems a lot, and then uh, like in elementary school, middle school, and then once I started hitting high school time, I was taking those poems and I was turning them into actually like songs, you know, uh, I'm, I'm somebody that has a heavy heart. So used to be writing love songs and just, you know, stuff like that. Then next thing I know, turn the love songs into rap songs, then I'm hitting, I'm, I'm around hitting college. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to actually lay these down, you know, record mm-hmm. them, see, see what's going to happen with that or see people's reactions. So then I actually, I can't remember who, or how I, how I end up running across him or getting getting in touch with him, but I linked up with, like, my mentor, Magnum Opus. He uh, actually had a Guinness Book of World Record for one of the longest freestyles. Uh, I think it was broken, like, four years ago, something like that. Yeah. But anyway, then he, he kind of took me in the studio, kind of, like, I recorded my first couple of songs, you know, and he kind of was, like, telling me, taking me under his wing, telling me some things that, you know, I could improve on or work on. And since then, it's just like elevation. It's like Garrett said. Every every time I, I'm recording, or every time I'm working with someone that does recording, it's like it just elevates every single time. So I went from recording with him to one of my fraternity uh, brothers in college. He he's in a metal metal band, so he would mm-hmm. always be recording at the stu- like in the basement of the fraternity house. So then I started recording with him. Then you know I come back home. I'm recording. After I graduated, I'm recording a little bit more with him, and then I ran across one of my good homies, uh, Chad Roto, and he's super cool with it. Met and linked up with him, started working with him, and ever since then, that's been the main person I've been working with. But like when Gary say I'm elevating, I would get, I would definitely give credit to Chad Roto because he's actually, I feel like he's helped my growth and helped grown with my music. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. Because I is Chad the one who has the studio in the house. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, when you started working with him man, I definitely saw there was a difference in like your artistry. It kept going yep. up and up for sure. Like he's challenging you as far as like the beats that he's producing for you. And then
0: mm-hmm.
2: if he's producing a hot track like that for you, you got to come lyrically for sure. Facts, facts. Mm.
0: Seriously.
2: <laughs> so man, then, when yes. he, the
3: thing is he makes so many beats and you would be like, man, this one cold. Then you'd be like, nah, this one cold. Then you'd be like, I can't go weak on either one. So either way, you know, you gotta come prepared. Like right, may-
1: Maybe we need to get Chad on here next.
3: Man, I'm telling <laughs> you, <really> he's <laughs> the truth. Chad, man, I'm telling you, Chad will be spitting some stuff that I have you thinking for hours. Like, he reads a lot. He be talking about a lot of energy manifestation. Like, yeah. he's definitely a good person to have on the show, for sure.
1: Hey, we need that in music right now.
3: Man, um, you, Let me Kyle, ask you a question, Kyle. Oh, go ahead. So,
2: your first album that you did was called mm-hmm. Grown Kid Status. So, yep. what? Mm-hmm. tell the audience a little bit about what that title means. Like, what was that album about? And
3: then how there was this transformation to the direction that you're going into now. So, Grown Kid Status was, like, the first project I dropped out of college. And it was just that feeling I didn't know what to kind of do when I went after college. You know, after you graduate, you're told get a job. You're told do all this and all that. Right. But, of course, you know, I wasn't really adapting with that. I wasn't cool with that. I kind of liked The college atmosphere I was at, I was away from home, you know, not too far, but a little bit away from home, you know, I'm doing my music, you know, so I just, I just wanted to stick to doing music, you know, so I just have these questions in my head and that's what like really grown kid status was about. It was me venting about how I wasn't ready, ready to grow up to hit the real world, get that nine to five, you know, or. Work that job and then pay off those student loans. So I was like, man, like I love this. I love this rap. I man, to do this, you
1: know? I don't think we ever, ever record on that
0: man. one. <laughs>
1: okay, Kyle, it's interesting because I know when Garrett was kind of introducing you to us, he said a lot of great things. But one of the things that stood out the most for me was that you have your MBA mm-hmm. and you know you worked in corporate America, and you're doing this this music thing full time yeah. now, like, I want to know, I guess I want to know why did you go through all of the steps to get, you know, that education, get your MBA, work in corporate America, and then just to eventually follow music, which is, I know what is what you wanted to do in the beginning anyways, right. but I'm thinking like where I met, like that mm-hmm. would be so hard for me because it's right. like, you know, it, I, I just I don't see it happening me just, you know, quitting everything and just going on with my passion. I mean, to me that that takes a lot of faith and I can only imagine that's encourage. what you and courage and courage. Yes, yeah. like you let go of all fear. So how how did how did explain that whole situation? Like how did how did you even how did that so even how was that even a thought?
3: Is so one thing I'll say is the reason why like one I got my MBA is cuz my mom always preached your education is something no one can take away from you. So in oh, yeah. that, yeah. I, I really believe that like no one could take that away from me. I definitely, it, I like going and getting my MBA because it showed me like a lot of still other aspects of the business world and the industry that I would have never even really realized without doing that MBA. Or I was able to connect entertainment with what I was learning in the MBA and it made like everything they were like saying or teaching me more relatable or understandable. But what did you as major far, in? Uh, business management. So I got my um, undergrad in marketing and my MBA in management. Okay. Got
1: it. Okay. That's amazing. But, um, and I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm actually usually the one that's interrupting people because I, I can't stop. I'm talking.
1: always in. School, oh, so- something you
3: have in Kyle, please go ahead
1: and finish your thoughts.
3: Um, but what I was going on a side note, for real though, I do want to get my PhD, but that's going to take a lot of time. And that's like, Ooh, that's a lot of hats to juggle. But, um, I really like, so what happened was I was COVID-19, you know, had such a huge impact. So actually my job ended up laying me off and they were like, potentially like going to bring us back. And low key in the back of my mind, I was like, man. Just let me go, I don't even like this job like uh, i i dread waking up going to this place like and it was like a drive like
1: I don't mean to be that person, but it was like
3: it was like a forty five minute drive every day so and this was the
1: same job that you and Gear worked at was it
3: no no this so oh, okay. this was a logistic company, so okay, it was in uh Upper hills slash Rochester hills, and I live out okay. of oh man, you so, making that drive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Every day, you know, and then I, I, I tried to, you know, finesse and make it where my drive had me working earlier so I could get off earlier because I've always been somebody where I'd rather wake up and go to go to work way early and then get off in the middle of the day or closer after towards the, the afternoon. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, they hit us, they hit us back after like, I think it was like 90 days. They're like, you know we just regret to inform you just due to you know covid we, we can't really bring you back like we wish you all wow. the luck and in my mind you know i don't know how they were thinking i was happy as can be like i'm telling you like i had i had the phone on speaker and i was like doing a happy dance while saying we can't bring you back
1: <laughs> like like i was
3: like that's a sign like i got to do that. <laughs> so so when they told me you know they weren't bringing me back i was like all right bet I've been holding off, you know, following and just pursuing my dreams and making music full time so much. And just, I've been teetering and tottering so many, like, times throughout the years. Like, it was, it was, it was kind of like, I was like, man, God, just give me a sign. Like, just give me a sign. Mm -hmm. So when they gave me that, when he gave me that sign, I was just like, you know, like, it's meant to be. Like, I got to do this music. I got to take advantage of this time. Like, it's no time like the present. So I really just was like, Let's do it, you know. Got, got a severance like little check. Went and got me a laptop, like a desktop. So slowly getting my little studio down here together, you know. So that way I can even, you know, cut out some of the costs, be recording here, or always keep creativity flow going. But man, it's it is it is crazy. It's been a jersey, a jerk. Excuse me, journey. Whew. So when I want,
1: to about- that's amazing. That's amazing.
3: What I want to talk about, though, is as an independent
2: artist, though, you've had some major Mm -hmm. successes, though. You've been on the local radio stations. You've done um, I think you did imported from Detroit. You've done um, You just recently did um, Arts Beats and Eats. There's been several competitions where you have been the featured artist on it. Um, You have definitely partnered up with some of the who's who in Detroit as well. So, you know, with with you just being an independent artist, you're a name to be reckoned with in Detroit. You know, so when you talk about independent artists in Detroit, as far as like who you wanted to collab with, things like that, your name is creating a buzz. So, that's important um, as an independent artist to always have that buzz with you. Um, So, talk about, um, you know, talk about how you created that buzz because that's that having that buzz is either going to make or break you as an independent
3: artist man i honestly i'll be honest half the time i don't know what i'm doing i'm just hungry for (laughs) i'll really be sometimes i'll be lost i'll be like is this even the right move but i'll be like man you got to do it like or you got to just put the chips up against it you know or just put it all in like I will say I I am somebody where I will risk it, you know, for the biscuit when it comes to the music. Like, let's say, you know, I may switch up a style and it's something I feel like I may not rock with or people may not rock with. And next thing you know, a lot of people like that, you know? So, or let's say I try to, you know, do something different creativity-wise with a performance that I may think may turn out bad and it turns out like it elevates the performance and I start doing that regularly. So it's really just going all in like it's going to be times where you're going to be questioning yourself but you have to believe in yourself you have to make sure that you understand and see your vision and regardless of what anybody else says you keep Mm -hmm. like moving towards that vision vision. tunnel vision for that vision you know okay i definitely
1: can understand what you're saying because just if you have that much passion that much faith in yourself so you're willing to put all the money behind it and everything behind it because you have that much faith in you. And to me, those type of people, they can't fail.
3: Thank you. I feel
0: good hearing
3: that, Life, forever. <laughs> well,
0: I, I have a question. Tanya I like can, that real quick. Kanye
2: can make you feel that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have a
0: question I'd like to ask you too, because, um, you know, I've been, like Garrett, I've been involved in the music mm-hmm. industry for over 20 some years. Okay. Um, yeah. um, yeah, and had, you know, some marginal success at it. But one of the biggest thing is, you know, it's something I talked to my daughter about because she's kind of following in my footsteps. She's trying to be an art, independent mm-hmm. artist. She's already a heck of an engineer, music engineer already, engineer music. But,
3: Man, I want to get on that level. That's a nice yeah, story she, she another story for another day. Level,
0: level. She's mixing a lot of stuff, so I'm proud of her. But one of the things we talked about was originality with today's artists as opposed to artists back in the 90s where you knew that artist. When that artist came on, mm-hmm. he didn't sound like nobody else. Or she didn't sound like right. anybody else. Now, the artist today, you can put them all on one album and call it the same compilation. You know, yeah, that's true. They all sound I agree. the same. So, do you think it's really important as an artist to establish your own sound and not necessarily follow the trend with today's artists? Because a lot of the artists. I, I definitely do. do. Yeah you're saying. No, no, I'm, go
3: ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no,
0: I was just saying, yeah, do you feel like it's I was gonna really say, important to establish that as a, not to follow a trend?
3: Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. So the biggest thing I would say when it came to my music and my craft was finding my style. Like for so many years, and, and literally years, I was like, I, I was rapping or I was, you know, creating music and I'd hear, oh, you sound like this person or you sound like that person. And it literally wasn't until one day somebody was like, I don't know how to put it, but you don't sound like anyone. It's like you put your own style. It, yep. it was like, you sound like someone, but you don't sound like someone. You sound like someone I would know, but your <laughs> sound is familiar, but it's still your style. And when yeah. I heard that, I was literally like, okay, finally. Like, now Perfect. we can start getting to work. Like, that's it. like, it took me a t- some time. But once once I heard that, I was like, finally. Like, I had been waiting to hear that for the longest time. So... Like when once I heard that, I just knew I was on the right path.
0: That's that's good, man. Cause I, I feel like in today's music, a lot of originality is pretty much gone. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. they literally. I mean, when I say not even just the, some of your stuff, and I was like, yeah, he really don't sound like not what I hear here on the radio, which made me actually take an interest. Cause I usually when I turn on the radio and then yeah. I literally can flip station to station, and it's the same thing over and over. I just turn it off.
3: Man, you'll hear the same song, like, on three stations, literally turning it from one <laughs> back, station to another back, station to back, third. back to back. For real, yep. man. <laughs> yes. But I would say one thing that I, like, actually strive for when it comes to that is I like to be really versatile. So, like, it doesn't matter if somebody hit me with a rock beat. Like, man, I really want to add That's some hip-hop good. to it or add something to it. I'll be like, shoot, send it to me, you know? Like, because nice. it's a lot of people that will be, like, I don't wanna do that, that ain't my style. Yeah. When literally, I don't try to confine myself in a box because it's no telling who may like you or who may be the biggest fan of you. So I try to go in every direction, you know, just to kind of figure out what my demographic is or who rock with me more or just to gain more fans or show them that I'm more talented, you know?
1: Yeah, you know what I think of when you say that um, the artist, what's his name, Lil Nas? You know he made that like mm-hmm. cowboy, whatever. Yeah, like, you cowboy, had never yeah. heard anything. Yeah, you had never heard anything like that. And like you said, send me rocks send me, whatever, because you never know. Yeah, you know who is gonna attract. And I can imagine that he probably, you know, he's a young black dude, um, and he's playing country slash rock and roll slash rap. Right. I mean, I'm sure he didn't go in there thinking like, oh my gosh, this is gonna work, but it attracted the world you know so I right. think that's amazing that you're you're willing to take a chance like that getting out of your comfort zone
2: yeah most definitely now Kyle you just recently did um arts beats and eats and arts beats and eats is definitely like the music festival of Michigan that everybody yeah. comes out to it's like a big deal yeah um very similar to like the jazz festival but you know it's mm-hmm. has more it's more open to different genres so every mm-hmm. independent artist um, definitely strives to get on that platform, definitely strives to get down at St. Andrews and things like that. These are all platforms you've already been on. So how was Art, art Beats and Eats? How was that performance, especially with um, COVID-19? And then I also know that Thorn Eagle is trying to raise money to save it. Still, mm-hmm. Is that correct? Okay,
3: so mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about that. So, so one, it was a dream come true to be on Arts, Peace, and East. It's like you said, like, it's a huge deal for any, yeah. any musician. I would say any musician, any painter, those are, that's like the, uh, the festival you want to be at, especially for the summer or towards the end of the summer. Uh, so I've just been like dreaming about that since I was a kid. Like, and I'll say this a million wow. times, ever since I was like a kid going to Arts, Peace, and East in Pontiac before they even moved it to like Royal Oak. Like I mm-hmm. literally was like, man, I want to be performing on that stage. That's like huge. That's a, that's a huge deal. Like, cause literally, it's arts, beats, and eats. Like, it's just it's art. It's all about art and eating. That's it. Art and eating. <laughs> yep. And that's the two yeah. favorite things people love is art and eating. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, it's it was just a huge opportunity. So I couldn't I couldn't turn it down for one. And what they were what they're doing is so arts, beats, and eats. They they essentially, they did keep it going, but they canceled it. But they found ways to make sure that artists would still be able to perform within the community locally. So uh, they have like two phases. Uh, They had a phase where it was virtual. A lot of artists, they end up performing virtually, whether it be at home, whether it be in the studio, or, you know, whether it just be in the street. (laughs) I think I saw somebody literally perform it was in front of Flagstar Bank because that was like the sponsor for their like performance.
0: Okay. So people were just
3: finding creative different ways to, you know, do their performance. Right. And what they did is they're they're gathering or they have a fun, a GoFundMe for all the artists within the community because they knew COVID-19 had such a huge impact, they wanted to still find a way that they could give back to the artists. So currently they're raising up five hundred thousand dollars. Uh, to help give back to the artists and then on top of that and then on top of that they got a grant from Oakland County saying that they would match up to five hundred thousand dollars of whatever they make so pretty essentially they have like about they can make a million and spread that around to all the artists that were involved
1: and that also
3: involves like the second phase which I forgot to mention they had a drive-in so like they had limited bands for the drive-in and they had it oh. where, you know, cars, that cars could drive up to where the stage was essentially. And they had a certain amount of like space that you stay in and you just, you could either stay in the car or you could, you know, chill outside and watch uh, the band perform. So those, those were the major ways that they wanted to do it to keep, you know, arts and beats, arts, beats and eats going. And they actually called the, the series, the beats go on. To keep, oh, okay. up, like, keep, mo like, show that they can still do our speech and e's, no matter COVID-19 or no matter, like, the influence the pandemic had. Okay, that's what's up. That's what, that's it. So how do you yeah. think your performance was? I, 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 you got, I think I had a fire
0: <laughs> performance. Yeah, that, that good you know, is like, but yeah. But
3: yeah, yeah. I had a fire performance, but it, was, it wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even about like, I love the performance, but it was just like the whole time I was performing. I was really just like, man, I really am. Our arts beats and eats. And it's just like, it's like Garrett says, it's some accomplishments that I really have that go over my head or I really don't think about until I like literally just sit down and think about it. Like I've performed at St. Andrews hall. I performed at the Crowfoot. Like I performed at dime, uh, and I've also done Arts, piece and Eats. So it's like the catalog or the achievements is getting longer. And sometimes it's just, I'm just a humble person. I just, I just sometimes gotta be like, man, I really did it. Like, yeah. or I did this, but then I'm somebody where I'll be like, I, and this is part of the reason why I'm humble. It's like, I'm not there yet. So even though that was huge, that ain't it, but we gotta keep it moving. So I would say, I just try to keep it pushing and keep it, stay motivated.
2: What's the, um, and, and this is my last question. I'm, I'm not sure if everybody else, um, but what's the best advice that you can give to an independent artist that is um, seeking to go further? Because uh, I will tell you that I don't even, ha- I've never had the courage to stop everything that I'm doing to pr- pursue music full time. And that's one thing I can tell you that I regret. Um, but what can you It's still time Look. <laughs> Look These grown bills these grown over here <laughs> But um, what, what can you t- What advice can you give to another independent artist As far as like you know um, Just advice in general If they want to go further Or what, what they should do next Or what's the most important thing as an artist to do
3: I would say literally just don't stop like it's a grind it's a grind you got to be on all the time like I'm telling you it's some like when I say like it's a grind all the time I could be sleep at 4am and I don't want to go to sleep because I know it's something somebody else could be doing that may get somebody else's attention that I want so it's but at the same time you got to acknowledge yourself and not push yourself to the lens. It's like you got to take care of your body and your mind at the same time. Um, right. But I would say the biggest thing is, like, stay true to yourself. That's one thing I always try to be. Like, for example, I went to Catholic school. I never, I never grew up, you know, doing half the stuff an average rapper gonna talk about. So I'm not gonna talk about it. Like, Good. I'm. That's I'm not like something that. I'm gonna say. Like or it. you call me out and be like, you don't do this. Yeah, of course I don't do that. Like, you ain't no, no. So. Be true to yourself. Keep grinding. I would say have faith in yourself Mm -hmm. as well. Like it's going to be a lot of people that doubt Mm -hmm. you and you can't listen to anyone that doubts you. You have to make sure you feel, hear, see what your heart is feeling and what you want to happen and do that. Like go Mm -hmm. after whatever you want. Like the biggest thing I stand for and that I represent is dream. And I literally wake up tweet that every day or post that on ig every day and the biggest thing dream stands for me is dream regardless of everything against me you're going to have a lot of Mm -hmm. obstacles no matter what you're doing and you got to make it past those obstacles or you can't expect to get to the you know end point or the end of the marathon without going through those obstacles so you got to keep pushing through and make it through
0: hey guys before we go to a commercial you know okay Kyle, we want to play, you know, a part of your video here on the show. So when we go yeah. to the commercial, we're going to play that video. So, you know, they okay. can see what, 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 what you got to offer. Yeah, to absolutely. So just wanted to let you guys know. And, I can't uh, wait. I had one other question I wanted to ask, too. Um, stage okay. show. I personally think it's very important to have a great, great stage show when you're an artist coming up. Because... Mm-hmm you want them to have a draw for people to come get you. How do you feel about that? Do you work on your stage show on a long you know, oh, yeah. on, on time?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I think that's actually one of the things that actually makes me stand out as an artist. Like, the thing is, people, people will be like, oh, you sound different, or, you know, I like the way your music, your music sounds, but then literally they'll come to a show and they'll be like, man, you're hype. Like, your stage presence is crazy. Like, the music isn't even it that's why I'm really hurt about you know COVID-19 and everything and I'm trying to figure out a way where I could perform more or show more of my performances because that is really what I feel hooks anyone into me like plenty of like plenty of people yes like it's I'm telling you like I don't really mean to toot my own horn but like when I perform I lay it all on the stage I give it everything like and that's the one thing I love to do so when it comes to stage presence I like to immediately. You know, set the standards high, whether it's a showcase performance, I'm a feature guest performance, or you know, I'm just being at an open mic. So that's I would say that's high,
0: highly important. Yes, cool. We're gonna go to this commercial break and we're gonna be right back with more with Kyle Mack and the crew.
4: Chad Ruddle on the boards, yeah, so your ass ain't bored, uh, I pray to God give what I'm asking for, uh, I pray to God give what I'm asking for, I pray to God give what I'm asking for, <laughs> just be careful what you asking for, uh, I pray I get it all, I want a ball like LaMelo, Lazo, and LaVar, I know of everything I'm talking no Ark I need a new whip with that automatic start I need a black car with a black car fast car like NASCAR waking up to ocean views in my fucking backyard views only seen on the back of a postcard no more getting scraps like I work for the junkyard whoa to make most like Mozart whoa that's classics for the most part whoa to help those Start. I know a few people who deserve a fresh start. So if I come up short, I'ma go Columbus short. Drop a bomb on my like I ordered in the Air Force. Pray I stay away from the human torch with a pitchfork. But I gotta stay on course. Trust the God is my source. So I pray to God, get what I'm asking for. I pray to God, get what I'm asking for. Yeah. I pray to God, get what I'm asking for. Uh. Just be careful what you ask them for. Yeah, I pray to God, give what I ask him for. Yeah, I pray to God, give what I ask him for. Uh, I pray to God, give what I ask him for. Just be careful what you ask
3: him for.
1: Yeah. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, I just want to let you guys know the sponsors. We are sponsored by FP Radio, home of pop music, fashion, and business. Um, and James, what's the website for that?
0: Uh, fpradi- fpradiostation.com.
1: Awesome. We are also um, sponsored by Shop Pierce, or I'm sorry, iShopFP.com. Um, we, we have a 50% closeout summer sale going Go on get right your now. Clothes. Go get your clothes. Yes, <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, camera, eye photography, and film, and the Gooch Foundation. So thank you to all of our sponsors. We can't do it without you. Um, and we just watched a fire. Fire video. I mean, that was amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Like I, you know, I've heard a lot of artists, but your sound definitely sounds different. Um, it's definitely. I can tell that this is your passion, um, and you. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I, how about you guys? Oh
2: man, well, definitely can definitely tell that you've invested in yourself. Video
3: production was yeah, great, man.
1: Seriously, I'm actually trying
3: to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. See what you're gonna say. I was gonna say that's one thing like that with me, you know, going music full time. That's one thing I'm actually, you know, going to get back into or starting to get more into is doing more videos, doing more recaps, you know, kind of showing more of the behind the scenes because I have that time now. So I could, I definitely want to show all sides of everything. visuals
1: are everything. Visuals are everything. I feel like it kind of connects you more to the artist. You talk about stage presence. And I mean, if you look at artists like Beyonce, Yeah, she has great music, but it's her stage presence that that that's the reason everyone loves Beyonce. That's the reason she's the artist who she is now. You know, she would just be on the radio. I don't think that we would appreciate her as much as we do. So I'm you have a great stage presence, as you can see in the video. And that's just amazing. Um, But guys, thank you, Kyle, for being here. We're going to move into some other things now. But Kyle, like it was. It was great having you. Um, Garrett, I'm so happy that you, you know, you booked him and um, reached out to him because that was was amazing. Um, But we're going to kind of turn things a little bit. Kyle, do you want to stay with us today or?
3: Mm, (laughs) I'll stay. I'll stay. (laughs) Okay. Okay,
1: good. We just have a few more minutes. Um, I know we're going to talk about um, Donald Trump Jr., And we are also going to talk about um, Tiana Taylor's um, and Amon Shumpert, I think his name is, um, Mm -hmm. their second child. Um, So um, I don't know who wants to bring in the the opening with Donald Trump Jr. So when I seen it, the host asked him, um, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? So he says, you know, I feel the way everybody feels about Black Lives Matter. Like, yeah, it's important, but that's how, like, everybody knows it's important. Like, you know, like, I don't see what the big deal is about this whole movement, pretty much. Like, everybody thinks black lives are important. And so she's like, well, you know, not necessarily. And she's like, and then he goes, well, everybody that I know, I don't know anybody who doesn't think that black lives don't matter. And so political, then, you know...
0: correct. Political, like... Nah,
3: I t- that ain't, that ain't that's political, what, correct,
0: because if somebody said that, I'd be I like, hmm, I'll be sketchy about and you. If, if it was him and his daddy cool. talking, hell no, nah, black lives don't matter. <laughs> Trump lives matter. My money matters. Trust me. That's a political correct answer. But go ahead. I was
3: waiting so then- for you to say all lives matter to be honest. <laughs> That's what I thought he was
0: going to say.
1: <laughs> so then the host asked him how does he feel about the Kyle um, Riddle, whatever Raino, his name is.
0: Rainer or something like Riddle.
1: that. Yeah. yeah. How does he feel about that situation? Kyle, Ritten- so- Kyle Rittenhouse.
2: Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse.
1: Thank, thank you. you. So thank Kyle Rittenhouse. So this is, it was a protest going on. And this, um, this uh, young man, he's 17 years old, um, white guy, and he was carrying around an AK something for however many hours police never stopped him. He ended up shooting and killing two black lives protesters. They were both white men. um, But he like I said, he shot and killed them. Um, and she asked how he felt about that situation and he goes, well, we have to let due process happen. So I don't know if he th- he's thinking like maybe it wasn't him, maybe it was, I don't know. But he said, we have to let due process happen. Um, and then he goes to say, you know, you know, he probably shouldn't have been out at that time. He probably shouldn't have had a gun at that time, but. You know, he was 17 years old. We all do stupid things at 17 years old. And he's like, I'm not saying that I would. He's like, but you know, you know, you never know. Like, maybe I would have been out at seven, you know, um, out that late at 17. And then she goes, like, you know, you said stupid things. Like, that's a little more, you know, than just stupid. And he goes, okay, very stupid. Like, it was very stupid for him to be out at that time with an AK. But still, we have to let the due process happen. And I was so afraid offended by that because it's like you just proved that black lives don't matter to you by saying that by saying you know oh well we have first we have to let due process happen which okay whatever maybe you do but to say that we all do stupid things no we do a lot of stupid maybe we smoke weed at 17 maybe we you know drink early at 17 but to go around with a an automatic weapon for hours on the street shooting and killing. That's not something that you that just happens at 17 years old. And to me, that's it. You know, I had the question, like, do black lives really matter to you for you to stay and answer like, like that. I don't care who you're trying to appease your, you know, your, your party or whoever it is. You, that's wrong. It's not about politics. It's about wrong and right. And this young man was wrong.
0: Well, I'm, I'm this, gonna say the biggest thing behind that you got to think of who Kyle Rittenhouse supporters are and the people that back him that are backing the same right. people that are backing Trump.
1: And yeah, we're not gonna put <laughs> all. Up.
0: And he's not gonna Go villain. He's trying his best not to villainize the young man for what he did, which is minimize right. what he actually did. That's what that boils down to. It, he, it, it definitely was the brush off for sure, and but
2: you're talking about a 17-year-old that drove across state lines. With, right. With, that's the thing. With, that's the thing. This wasn't just like he happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. He intentionally drove across state lines with this type of weapon. You know good and damn well if one of us had that type of weapon, they would be hunting right. us down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I have,
1: no question about it. No question so, about
3: it. My you know, thing he, also he, is he oh, this oh, my attention. fault. Go ahead, Kyle, go ahead. My thing is also, you know, like, like what, he's 17 with it. Did he buy that weapon himself? Did somebody else help him get that weapon? Like, what's, what's the status on that? And then if somebody did help him get the weapon, who, if that's a parent, and he taking a gun that a parent gave him, what does that say about the parent or the family household no. he grown up in?
1: And right. I have to read more on that story, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe I heard something Somewhat to the the gist of, I think it was a parent that drove him there. Don't mark my words for it, but I, I believe I it was. Be Jared, I wouldn't be surprised to be completely you Well,
0: you, you, even beyond that, my biggest issue was the police drove right by him and gave him a water and kept going. Let that have been.
3: Oh, yeah. They was like, thanks.
0: with uh, was a high five. With and... that. Man, they, <laughs> trust me, <laughs> it would have been put the weapon down and then blank, 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 and that would have been it. <laughs> it wouldn't have been no. all oh here's a water no yeah black right.
1: black or white like you should not be in the middle of the street especially during a protest like that with a weapon i don't care what right. color you are like no you should not have let this man go did but, you even pull a gun, feel- gun license did you do anything
0: i
2: bet you they know the of well
0: that they gave him Aquafina. you know good and good well,
2: though Cheers. and it, if that had been one of us and and during the protest, that had a weapon or whatever the case may be, we would have been locked up, thrown to the ground, and everything else.
1: Oh, we even wouldn't have we even been have locked up. License. Never
0: even made it there. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's either, that's, that's even the
1: if, if, that even you're if being we nice didn't have a there. license. Yep, we no, could have uh, everything uh, that, right. We would have been locked up or worse.
0: I'm gonna mm-hmm. give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all an analogy of something that actually happened a while back. The the um young man that got shot in Walmart for carrying a BB gun that he was gonna purchase. The police were got got called. Some some strange cat white guy called and said he was threatening people with a BB gun. The man wasn't doing nothing but walking around with the gun, looking around to purchase stuff, and he broke with the BB gun. Police were in there all of two minutes and shot and killed the man.
1: See, that's wow. what I'm saying. But even that, like, I, if I was at Walmart and I seen somebody with a gun in these in these days, yeah, I'm gonna be scared too, white or black. Like, but no, he that man should not have been dead or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that like it shouldn't matter what color you are. Politics doesn't matter, color doesn't matter. No, you should have definitely this could have been avoided. Like mm-hmm. cops came into contact with this man before he committed these murders. Like you could have stopped this. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, well, well, this this goes to show how how we're viewed in the eyes of the law. The right. Black yeah. person Yo, white Sad. person with a gun, no threat. Black man without a gun, threat. Right. I yes. well, don't, don't even know way. how
2: it adds up for real, though. Yeah. But that also goes to show, though, that we're we're not weird, but this this office is afraid to actually talk about what's going on because they're afraid of pissing somebody off. Oh, they are exactly. They're, we're we're afraid to address X, Y, and Z, like. They're afraid to address this stuff. The mayor is afraid to address the stuff for Breonna Taylor. You know, they're trying to look for any type of thing they can on Brianna Taylor to wipe this under under the rug, you know? They had yep. a story about the, um, I think it was a prosecutor or somebody that's trying to bribe people to tell a different story about what happened. And they're trying and others, to get so- this
1: man, yeah, they're trying to get the, um, the suspect to admit or not even admit, but to say that Brianna Taylor was in connection with this drug ring. And he refused. He refused. Thank God he refused. That's terrible. You know, okay, let's, say, let's, let's, say
0: let's say even if she was in connect with the drug ring, what does that have to do with a no-knock warrant and you going in with guns blazing? That's facts.
2: That's, That's not protocol. But I say all that to say that this administration shows that there's no respect for you know the thing they have no respect to talk about the things that really matter they don't want to address those yeah. things. they're more concerned about who's going to win an election the things we yeah. should be talking about we're not talking about we need to be talking about Breonna Taylor we need to be talking about what truly happened with George Floyd before George Floyd there was somebody else that got strangled and killed just like him we haven't right. talked yeah. about that you know what I'm saying? When we haven't talked about what happened with Jacob Blake. Okay. White kid came and he did X, Y, and Z. Oh, he's just gonna get a slap on his wrist. He didn't. He mean says, it. He's it,
1: 17. It. He was
2: 17. He, he was stupid. Let it have been one of us. We're animals. We need to be locked up in cages. Back. We this is this, this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when it's a narrative that has to do with us, it's all this, all this, you know, um, kind of like demonic stuff to say. But when it has to do with someone on their side of, oh, let due process handle that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This It's almost thing. like they're dehumanizing us. Because mm. why? I mean, you are you're so stuck on you know politics and who's gonna win. Like we are human beings.
2: Mm-hmm. Whatever
1: happened to you know? I mean, a life is it has been taken. It's like people don't even care about that. It's all about politics. It's all about oh, we can't prosecute right now because, of, you know, this is happening. No, a woman lost her life.
0: Uh-huh. Black yeah. or
1: white, a woman, a human lost her life. It, it just doesn't seem like this administration cares about a certain human being. Oh, Kyle, you were going to say something. <laughs> yeah, I
3: saw, yeah, uh, man, I think I lost... Oh, so what I... Man,
1: dang.
3: It, it came <laughs> back, then it left. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, it was Tanya's fault. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. It's just all good.
2: Pat, but I know we don't. I, have that much... I think
3: about it. Okay, right. well, I know we
2: don't have that much time. I know we have okay. um to move on a little bit. Sanya, you were talking about um, what's his child name? Taylor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Taylor. She had a say <laughs> She had her second child. So, you know, her first child she had in the bathroom. Um, they delivered I heard they
3: home. had to give another home delivery yes! for Yes!
1: So, it was another one. They did not make it to the hospital again. And Erica Badu was actually, you know, their midwife. and helped them to deliver it in the bathroom again. <laughs> I
3: ain't gonna lie. That's cold. If you got Mama Badu, that's cold. That's
0: cold. Hey, how, do you, right? how do you end up having both of you kids in the bathroom? Ooh. I'm just trying to figure that part out. Like, I don't they said that, they, they <laughs> said that that's that's more natural though. What? Well, was she in the tub in the bathroom?
1: But she didn't do it. She didn't plan it that way though. It just happened. Oh, she didn't I, mean, I know about it. the water No, of no. Plan Neither
3: it. one of them. She planned it. It just nope. happened. So at she her went house.
0: to the, So basically, she had to go to the bathroom thinking it was going to the bathroom, and it was like, uh oh. Long thing coming out. Yes. Okay, right. I guess. <laughs> I guess I guess the baby was crowning or something, you know.
1: <laughs> so then in my Shumber, the, the father, he puts out this uh this tweet or some type of post saying, you know, he looked over her body three times talking about uh Tiana Taylor and he said he didn't see not one stretch mark and you know you know he was just really proud about that and happy, you know, his wife had two babies, no stretch marks. And I guess people started coming after him, like you know, stretch marks are normal and that. Oh, so he man. put out another
0: setup. up. Yeah, he did the whole yeah. <laughs> <did the> <laughs> topic
3: to yeah. go that
1: route. <laughs> he put
3: out. You skipped that. I'm days. proud of you, and went to no stretch marks. <laughs> like he could have wow. kept
0: that one to himself, but he put himself
3: right.
1: <laughs> he could have, but it's nothing wrong. I did. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. Like I, I don't think so. But then he responded and he's like, look, like, I know that you, he's like, I was a 12 pound baby. You know, my mom's body went through all of this. She has stretch marks. And he's like, if you have stretch marks, I'm not saying that that's bad as, you know, it's normal. And I hope whoever your, you know, your spouse or whoever your significant other is, I hope they kiss them every single day. And, you know, basically like, right. you know, he wasn't, he, he's he just trying to that. uplift his wife, you know, there's right. wrong with that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, you know, so. I, I, I get it. I mean, in that, you know, between you and your wife, tell your wife that, baby, you're amazing. No stress, <laughs> <mom." laughs> right? Put that out there for every other woman in here that has him, because they're going to be like, looking at, looking at him like, <laughs> right. How dare no. you? <laughs>
2: they, probably ate, they probably ate him up on Twitter, dog. <laughs> yeah, that.
0: I'm sure.
3: Yeah. I'm sure. You already know how social media is. Tanya was probably hi. on there commenting too.
1: I mean, I'm one of the lucky ones. I don't really got no stretch marks, so I'm okay. I was okay with this comment.
0: You was using <laughs> a vanishing cream, wasn't you? So I was like,
1: <laughs> No. <laughs> you yeah, using a vanishing had, cream. <laughs> not, not too young. I was grown, but I was younger when I had, you know, my children. So I think that had something to do with it. I think once you wait till you're older, your metabolism slows down and things and you know, that's something oh, that you can't you help. Your kids. I was <laughs> not. I was not. I was when I had Nia, I was twenty. When I had Lauren, I was twenty-four. I was young. So yeah, I look
2: at you now. You look, you look good. You look for fifty.
1: Oh, don't even.
2: <laughs> that's fire. That's fire. But Kyle, wait. So. you... Do you know what you're having? Do you know what you're? Um, yeah, sorry?
3: so I'm having a girl. So, I already got a little Aww. one that's seven years old. Got another girl. Thank Aww. you. Her name is oh, actually you have two uh. <laughs> yup, two girls. Aww. So, gonna be a girl dad. Thank yep. you, thank you. Actually, the crazy thing is, we originally was hoping a boy. It wasn't a boy, but I still got lucky because Kyle can be Kyle and Kylie. So. Her name is gonna Aww. be Kylie Dream Max. So,
1: I, that's oh, that's up. pretty. Dream, wow. Yeah.
3: Like, saying, <laughs> I, that's that's so, nice. That's ow, nice. That's so cute. But I'm like, not gonna lie. I did it. I I do have a confession. People probably be like, you had something to do with that. I didn't choose any of the names. Straight up, like I didn't oh, wow. suggest any of the names at all.
1: My that's fiance, true.
3: she suggested the first name, and then our daughter, Aww. she uh, she suggested the second name okay now like y'all ain't birth in the ya? nah 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 I don't plan <laughs> 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 not, not unless Erica Badu there shoot I trust that but she ain't there no
1: all right guys we're gonna wrap it up here so again let's say thank you to Kyle we appreciate everything Kyle if you could go ahead and list all of your social media handles we're also gonna have it at the bottom of the podcast of course okay um, and while you guys are looking at the bottom of that podcast, we sh- we need probably James. probably need to put that in the beginning somehow too. But make sure you like and subscribe and share this video. Please subscribe to this video. And Kyle, if you can list all your handles, um, which we'll also list at the beneath us.
3: Absolutely, you can follow me on all social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I well, that is Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook <laughs> <laughs> at Kyle MacAv. At K Y L E M A C K A V E. Also, make Perfect. sure. you... Oh, that's
1: so me. easy when they're all yeah. the same. Same, T-Pack, yeah. We guests really yes, right. where it's like, oh, is this da 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 da? And the Instagram is da, da 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 Not, not you know, saying that because sometimes the name not available. But that's yeah. awesome that you were able to get it you on know, all of those. And it, it's
3: Man, it's a struggle. It's another Kyle <laughs> Mac out there that's more popping than me, and that makes me so mad. Well, uh, no, we, 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 uh, we, we're gonna کو. take <laughs> we're gonna take
0: care of that. Um, we also gonna make sure that you're featured on um. On LP radio station, so we're gonna yes, put that on you, your rotation you. on LP radio station. You absolutely, with, with the people, um, you know, your fans, let them know, hey, uh, I'm 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 dropping it in heavy rotation, so I'm gonna make sure of that that's huge. <laughs> and matter of fact, I need you to, you I need you to send me a drop for the station, so I'm gonna be hitting you up, so you okay, can, so you can do a drop for the station. Okay, yeah, okay. wow, sure absolutely,
2: check.
3: you got it. Make
2: sure you get with James, um, so, so that you know, so he knows which single you want him to put on. Um, onto oh, the man. radio station, and then also before you give it to James, and this is for every independent artist, make sure you have your songs registered with Nielsen sound skin.
3: So, that yes. can, I just did that last night, yes. literally, right after you told me, I went and did I that. Every time said. you tell me something, I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, ain't because, no question uh, to I know yeah. what you know
0: because you want to to Nielsen, we report to Nielsen, so when Young you spend... That goes out to Nielsen. All right. So. Oh, wow. Man,
3: for real. Seriously, thank you guys for even putting me in the rotation. Like, that's huge. Like, nah, man, for real. Thank so you. Like, so. thank you for even having me on the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you all for just asking me questions about, you know, what's it like doing everything full time. Like, I really just, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all for allowing me to be part no problem, of you show. We enjoyed
0: you. Hey, hopefully Absolutely. we're going to have you back. We're going to have you back for a live performance. That's what we're going to do. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Yes, I'm down. yes. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Have to. Well, Kyle, thank you so much.